from the state of Florida, where our 45th president temporarily resides until his triumphant return to that big house in Pennsylvania Avenue in 2024. Once again, it's time for the Flagler Trump Club's Future of Flagler podcast. Here are the patriots who will keep Flagler County red while making America great again. Your hosts, Trump Club President Mike McElroy, along with Trump Club Vice President and Palm Coast City Councilman Ed Danko. Welcome to the Future of Flagler video podcast. I'm Ed Danko, along with my co-host, Mike. Hello, everybody. Ah, so what's new, Mike? What's the breaking news this week? Well, um, Ed, uh, it's rare, but I don't even see, I don't even see a letter against you. In, really? In here, there's no articles, uh, no letters to the editor. Uh, Nothing about me in this week's newspaper. It's, it's very hard to believe. I've been low-key this week, trying to stay out of trouble. Um, but I will note there, normally I would just toss this uh, if I'm not in it, but I do note that our friend Brian McMillan, who is the editor of The Observer, uh, he is leaving on to bigger and better things, perhaps. Um, so we want to wish Brian absolutely the best and I uh, hope he has a great future. Yes, he's, uh, he's moving on, as they say. I believe he's going to be in the private sector. Uh, however... He's indicated that he will still be doing for a month uh, Free For All Friday over at uh, WNCF. And, uh, you know, he's transitioning uh, out of that. He's also doing the debate in July, which WNCF uh, is sponsoring sponsoring with the Observer. Observer. So they will be having the candidates running for office there. And uh, actually, I I was asked to input a question. I did. So... uh, We'll see where that goes. Yep. So we wish Brian, we wish you the best. We'll probably try to get you on the show uh, one last time before you uh, take off. Yes, absolutely. And uh, Mr. Trump, where are you? Hurry, come back. Uh, I don't know if you have seen uh, Joe Biden's press conference today. Uh, he announced a couple of things. Switzerland is joining NATO. And then he corrected himself. He met Sweden. And uh, It's too funny. You, you can't write comedy like he, this. He also... Uh, made some, uh, while on foreign soil, some comments about uh, wanting to see the filibuster in the uh, Senate ended so that they could pass legislation for Roe v. Wade. And uh, gas prices are going to go as high as long as it takes, according to the president. So so those would be the news flashes. we, We can't wait for this election in November to stop putting, you know, stop this administration from destroying this country further. And uh, which is why these primaries are so important. Um, you know, it's time to get out there and pick the candidates that, that you want now. So, a um, couple of city issues. We do have some city issues. Number one, Eddie Burkino cannot stop saying the word moratorium and, and multifamily housing. And that's not going to happen. Um, you know, we have, we have needs for all types of housing in this community. And, uh, um, you know, the only housing we're not going to improve will be low-income Section 8 housing, but there are folks that need apartments, not just uh, big houses on 10,000 square foot lots, and, and Eddie Burkino needs to get over this. But he'll be gone uh, in November. He's not running. Not running. So um, that's, that's good news. Um, the other big issue, of course, is today is the deadline for the Green Lion to accept our terms to renew their uh, lease for another five years at our golf course. And they have been um, they've been stubborn to say the least. They've been difficult to negotiate. Um, I've been told by our staff and our attorney, 
and they seem to be digging their heels in, which is why we drew that big line in the sand that basically said, here's the deal. Pay for your own utilities. Pay for your water. You know, don't expect the taxpayers to subsidize your business or subsidize your customers' lunch or dinner. Um, we're not going to do that. So I hope they decide to take this agreement uh, by the close of business today, because if not, this thing will go out to bid. Uh, you know, we'll start that process next week. So Green Lion, if you're listening, uh, I know I know you got a great deal five years ago, but uh, times have changed. The economy's changed. Our taxpayers are, are paying, you know, uh, through Biden inflation. Um, they're getting hammered. They're paying $5 a gallon of gasoline. It's going to get worse. So the taxpayers here in Palm Coast are simply not going to reach in their pocket just so you can stay in business. Uh, so please, it's a good deal. You're still making money. I hope you take it. Yes. Uh, and, uh, well, we're excited to have uh, a guest. Yeah, we have a great guest today, Alex Newman. Welcome to the show. Alex is the editor of the uh, Liberty Sentinel, and you'll tell us a little bit about that. But you're also a uh, recently former candidate for state office. So why don't we start there? Tell us what happened with your campaign and why you decided to pull out. Uh, well, thank you, gentlemen. It's great to be with you here in the studio. Uh, I love your program. And, uh, you know, the, the race I was in was a very difficult one. The reason I got in in the first place was because a lot of the Republican leadership, a lot of the conservative grassroots activists, and a lot of the people in our community were, uh, were, were feeling let down by, uh, by our representative. Um, you know, he had voted wrong on some really critical bills, including the gun control bill. You know, he supported the red flags, which obviously is a real hot potato right now in uh, Republican primaries. And uh, he was very inaccessible, and so they, they encouraged me to jump in, and I did, and I learned a, a tremendous amount about it. Um, and, and I do believe right now that state legislative races are critical because we have a, an administration in Washington and a Congress in Washington that are completely out of control. And our founding fathers, um, e even the most uh, big government-minded of the founders, like Alexander Hamilton, understood that the correct remedy for a federal government that's completely out of control is for the states to stand up and say, um, not only are we not going to tolerate that, you're not going to be allowed to do that. And so, you know, liberals have become masters of this. You know, the, the, uh, you know, right now there's a federal statute on the books against smoking marijuana, for example, and yet liberals are smoking marijuana legally in you know, almost half of the states right now. So liberals have been very good at creating sanctuary states for their pet issues, um, marijuana, illegal immigration, whatever it is. Uh, conservatives, uh, un unfortunately, have not gotten the memo yet. So why are we not creating sanctuary states for gun rights? Why are we not creating sanctuary states for unborn babies, um, for for economic policies that make sense, things like that? So that's one of the reasons I was so interested in um, state level politics. Um, unfortunately, my my opponent had um, you know almost two million dollars if you count the money he had in a pack and in his campaign, and then the money that the establishment was going to pour in to the race. And a number of things happened that just made it very difficult. We had some issues with the division of elections. They told us that um, they weren't going to qualify us because of a notary error. Um, so we, we put the whole campaign on halt. We canceled all the orders, canceled all the events. We sent out a note to all the leadership um, of all the grassroots telling them that, uh, you know, that we weren't going to qualify. So um, it, uh, yeah, and, and there was a lot. I put out a full statement. It's available on the website. But I did learn a lot. I'm, I'm sure God put me through all of that for a reason. Uh, I wish Tom Leak well. Uh, same with uh, Paul Renner here in y'all's district. I, I do hope that uh, they'll be emboldened. You know, right now the, the people of Florida are sick of what's happening in Washington, D.C. There's never been a better time 
for states to, to be bold and to be courageous and say we're not going to accept that anymore. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's an exciting time for uh, I think state level politics to be able to resist this crazy agenda coming out of D.C. Well, yes, we, we've been to, and for our guests, uh, just, just so they know a little bit about your background, you are an award-winning journalist, you are the editor of uh, the Liberty Sentinel. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. Sure, I, I do a lot of different things. Uh, Liberty Sentinel is a, is a company I've had since I was in college. Um, I do a lot of different things through there, but uh, I am an international journalist. I write for one of the biggest papers in America, the Epoch Times. It's now uh, the fourth largest newspaper in America after the New York Times, the Washington Compost, and uh, the Wall Street Journal. <laughs> Uh, I'm senior editor at the New American Magazine, which is one of the most important conservative publications in the world. Um, and so uh, that, that's what I—that's really my passion. That and, and speaking and teaching. So I've been doing that for a long time. But uh, you know, my my priorities uh, in the campaign and in everything else that I do are God, uh, family, and freedom, and then country. And so I try to look at the best way that I can. Um, you know, serve God, serve my family, serve my country, and protect freedom. And uh, journalism, I think, is a really good avenue for that. There's a, an incredible lack of legitimate journalism, of truthful journalism. Uh, the vast majority of what uh, passes for journalism today is a joke. It's ridiculous Marxist left-wing propaganda, not even pretending to be journalism anymore. Um, so, so that's kind of what I do, and Liberty Sentinel is the, the company that I do it through, and then I've got my website, libertysentinel.org, where I put up a, a mix of different things, interviews that I do, um, uh, you know, sermons that I preach, uh, things, different things that people send me that I, think are, that I think are interesting on politics or culture or whatever it is. And, uh, you know, the fight goes on. Uh, there, there's a role for everybody who values freedom, everybody who loves America has uh, something that they can do. It may be running for office, uh, like you, Ed. It may be uh, getting involved in media. It may be getting involved in education. It may be supporting candidates, right? Maybe you find a good candidate that needs somebody to go out and knock doors. Um, now is not the time to sit on the sidelines. Everybody's got to be involved somehow. And I appreciate your journalistic background, having spent my entire career as a journalist working for three major television networks as a producer and as an editor. And finally, having just reached the point of where I was so disgusted in 2016 that six days before the election, I quit. I walked wow. out of CNN in Atlanta. Wow. I had just, I just said, that's it. I'm out of here. I'm done. And I wasn't really ready to retire, but I just said, you know, doing nothing is better than doing what they have me do now here. Because it had changed over the 40-year period I was in the business. When I first started, um, yeah, there were probably more liberals and there were conservatives, but you kept it to yourself, or at least you tried. Yeah. And, and then I slowly just watched it disintegrate over the years to where you couldn't even voice your opposition to something. Like, this is not fair. You know, you, you got nowhere with that. <laughs> it's like, you know, who cares about fair? Didn't you get didn't you get the email from the DNC this morning with the talking <laughs> points? And, and that's true, folks. That really happens. I'm not making that up. Um, you know, and you, you sit around and you wonder, I mean, I remember I used to wonder, where are the Republicans? Where are their emails? Where are their talking points? You know, how come it's always Democratic talking points? And, and Liz know, Cheney. And, yeah, right, and Liz Cheney. But you notice the same, the same, you know, the same soundbite coming out of multiple mouths on the networks. Yeah. You know, the same exact, exact theme every day. It's well done. I give yeah. them credit. But that's not why you're there to be a journalist. That's not why you're there. You're there to report the news, the facts, the truth. That's right. You know, I used to say, you know, I'm here to tell my parents what happened today. 
I'm not going to I'm not going to tell them, you know, what to think about what happened because they're not going to listen to me anyway. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, so um, I really appreciate that 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 you've spent a good part of your life doing this and continue to do it in the right way. Absolutely. So, um, you have a website, by the way, for. Yeah, my, my, my personal website is libertysentinel.org. And like I said, it's, a, it's an eclectic mix of things that I put up there. Uh, and then uh, the New American Magazine, you can find at thenewamerican.com. It's also a print magazine. Subscribers get it twice every month. And then uh, the Epoch Times, of course, you can go to theepochtimes.com. And I write for a lot of different publications as I have time. I've written for dozens of uh, magazines and newspapers around the world over my, what, 12-year career in journalism since I got out of college. But... Um, I, I do a daily TV show too on uh, the Frank Speech Lindell TV network. Mm -hmm. That's then later rebroadcast. My pillow. Yeah, that's right. My yeah. pillow guy. Yep. Uh, I come right before Roger Stone. He's got the Stone Zone, but they've got some great talent there now. And uh, so my show airs live every day at uh, four thirty Eastern. It's called the Sentinel Report, and um, yeah, it's it, it's a lot of fun, you know. And, and I feel like there's such a shortage of legitimate journalism. I mean, you give CNN as an example, but but they're all. But, I mean, CNN, yes, an example of not being journal. Precisely, yeah, it, it's you know, a joke. But they've all gotten like that now. It's yeah. really bad. Even Fox News, yeah. you know, has, yeah. has, has become such a joke. Uh, you know, Newsmax, I, I go on there from time to time, and they're still doing some legitimate journalism. And, you know, there's OAN, I go on there from time to time, they do some legitimate work. But, uh, you know, there's just such a, a need, there's such a demand for accurate truthful information and there's such a small supply of it that uh, you know I, I feel like it's a really good time to be in this industry well the journalists aren't digging anymore that's there's right no, they don't ask questions they get they fixed, uh, the talking points and, and they sure. parrot the talking yep. points sure and uh, you know uh, for people who have not heard Alex he has been to our Trump Club and uh, he is a tremendous speaker educator as he said uh, fierce Christian, and uh, I think uh, someone well worth hearing. So, so give us your top three issues, Alex, on on what you're concerned about now. Well, you know, I, I think the abortion fight is now just starting to heat up. In fact, I, I can't believe that we waited 50 years to deal with this. And I know we're going to break soon, but uh, state governments should have never accepted this illegitimate ruling that you have to allow the killing of unborn babies without restriction. It's just it's simply ludicrous. Um, and, and I think really the top priority right now for, for everybody needs to be to contain the damage coming out of Washington, D.C. I believe with every fiber of my being that they stole this election, and I believe that they are not stupid, they are not incompetent, they're trying to destroy our country. So we need states, we need local governments, we need counties, and we need everybody in Congress, all hands on deck, to stop the destruction of our country. Well, we will talk about that after we get a word from our sponsors. Tired of sitting at home restless? Need to exercise? Playing golf is one of the best ways to stay fit, and golf courses are one of the safest places to be. The gorgeous 18-hole Gary Player-designed Cypress Knoll Golf Course is open to the public. Enjoy your game in the heart of Palm Coast, surrounded by nine glimmering lakes and plenty of wildlife. Your safe and healthy choice is Cypress Knoll Golf. Voted the most beautiful course in Flagler County. Call to book your tee time, 437-5807. That's 437-5807. Hi, I'm Oliver North to encourage you to elect Alan Lowe to the Palm Coast City Council. Alan's a 39-year resident, a U.S. patent holder, and a successful businessman. He's an innovator who pursues unique solutions to tough problems. I know he'll work hard to ensure Palm Coast has a diverse business environment and supports good-paying jobs. 
He's a fiscal conservative who supports tax cuts and won't allow wasteful spending. He'll never seek to defund the sheriff's office and work closely with my friend Rick Staley to ensure Palm Coast continues to be a safe community. Now more than ever, America and Palm Coast need strong conservative leaders like Alan Lowe. If I lived in Palm Coast, I'd vote to put Alan Lowe on the city council. I sure hope you will. Welcome back to our podcast. Uh, Mike, we've been talking with a great person here, oh, Alex yeah. Newman, and you were you were discussing the top three things you see as the most important issues facing this country. So I'd like to pick up where you left off. Yeah, thank you. So, you know, I, I think uh, protecting the lives of the unborn is just absolutely critical. You know, the Bible says that uh, the, the blood of the innocent cries out for justice, and I can't even begin to imagine what the blood of 63 million babies sounds like. It's... Um, it's going to be a stain on our nation's history forever. I think it is one of the most evil things that uh, that, that could be happening. I mean, it's the, our most innocent brothers. And then, of course, uh, sisters. And then, of course, the federal government is totally out of control. Uh, I believe that this destruction is deliberate. These people are not stupid. They're not incompetent. You know, as far as Biden, I, I mean, that guy's not really doing much other than reading the teleprompter. It's just He's got little cheat sheets. Now, he does. Right? Yeah. Yes, now look great. to the right. Now sit. Okay, now open your mouth. Uh, it's pathetic, and and but his handlers—they know full well what they're doing. Uh, they, you know, they come from the Barack Obama deep state mold, and and they are determined to build this totalitarian global system that they talk about openly. I mean, Biden's been blabbering about a new world order how many times in the last ten years? He wrote a, a whole article called "How I Learned to Love the New World Order." So these people need to be stopped. Um, and then finally, education. I think is. Uh, it's the thread that runs through all of them, right? And, and I try to explain to people that um, education is not just one issue among many. It's the issue that if we fail on, we're going to lose on every other issue. You know, and, and all these fights are important. We've got to fight for lower taxes. We've got to fight to um, you know, protect uh, our cities and the rule of law. We've got to fight to protect the border. We've got to keep our military strong, our national security. We've got to defend the unborn. Um, but we're going to lose on every one of those fronts if we continue to allow the indoctrination of something like 74% of our children now are still stuck in these indoctrination centers. Uh, they're dumbing them down. They're indoctrinating them, not just with Marxist ideology, but with things that would have been inconceivable even just a few years ago. Uh, they're telling, even right here in this county, in Flagler County, it's mm -hmm. happening. Uh, one of the school board members here shared with me that they have a, a gender transition plan where they're getting these kids, they're telling these kids as young as kindergarten, they might have been born in the wrong body, and that a boy can be castrated to become his true self, that a girl can remove her breasts and, and mutilate her genitals surgically to become her true self. I mean, it, it, you feel ridiculous even saying it because it's so self-evidently ridiculous. Um, and, and this is what's coming down the school system. And I tell people, if we don't address this one, all the other fights we're going to lose over the long term. Oh, yeah, they'll brainwash these kids, right. and they'll grow up brainwashed. Well, you've seen that happen already. Exactly. That's how we got Downstream uh, culturally from that's right. all that Marxism and leftism that's been taught. That's exactly and, right. And here in Flagler, you're right. We have a, a, a person on the school board who believes that five-year-olds can pick their gender. Yeah. So they, they are an elected official. So, uh, you know, you have to know... Who's running? August 23rd is around the corner. These primaries are in, in heavily Republican counties, such as we are, are so important because 
in November, whoever has the R next to their name is most it's likely going to win. Yeah. Going to carry the county. So, uh, but you don't want that R to represent rhinos. Right. Exactly. That's, that's the problem that we have. Uh, folks don't tend to pay attention during these primaries, and these are the most important times to be paying attention. Absolutely. This, this is where you're going to pick the winner. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and, and I think on the list of problems that we're facing as a nation, that's right up there. I mean, you know, the, the, the godless totalitarians who want to kill babies and take your freedoms and destroy our country, they already have a, a lock on one of the parties, that's the Democrat Party. The, the real battle now is in the Republican Party. Um, are conservatives and Christians and people who love America and people who value the Constitution going to be able to keep the Republican Party? Or is it going to be hijacked by the rhinos, by the Liz Cheney's, by the Mitch McConnell's? Um, and, and that really is, is critical in the fight going forward. If they manage to uh, keep control of the Republican Party at the, at the leadership level, at the establishment level, um, then they'll have both parties. And, and we simply cannot allow that. So I, I tell people, you must get involved in the primary. You must be paying attention. You must go vote in the primary. Um, and you can't just listen to the way somebody talks. It's not about what they say on the campaign trail. Uh, a lot of these rhinos talk like conservatives on the campaign trail. That's how they keep getting stuck with them. So you got to look at their record. Have they been saying this all along? Do they have a voting record? How do they vote when they vote? And um, it, it's it's absolutely critical that uh, that the rhinos go where they belong, which is the Democrat Party, and conservatives keep, uh, the people who believe the Republican Party platform keep control of the Republican Party. And, you know, donating yeah. to a candidate is so vital and I don't just say that as someone who's going to knock on your door in two years and ask you for money, which I probably will. <laughs> I'm not shy about it. But it's so important because that is the fuel yep. to any campaign. This stuff costs money, as you know. Signs cost money. Yep. Facebook boosts cost money. Advertising, um, uh, you know, Mailing. mailings cost a lot of money. I mean, a lot of money. Um, so if you folks out there have a candidate that you really like, you need to reach into your pocket because good government is not free. And if you don't reach into your pocket, you're just going to get the same old thing. That's right. And you know, the, people who love freedom and people who love our country uh, need to be just as passionate about keeping those as the totalitarians are about destroying them. Because right now what you see is that the radical left and the rhinos have virtually unlimited money. Um, you know, they announce that they're running, the establishment gives its blessing and just the, the floodgates of magic money open up and all these, all these super PACs and everything, and just millions of dollars flowing in. And, and people on our side, like, well, yeah, I want liberty, but, you know, I also need to drive a really nice car. And it, uh, if we want to keep our freedom, folks, we're going to have to take this seriously. And you know, if you're not a person of means, uh, you maybe have time. Go go knock doors mm -hmm. for, for candidates like Ed. Yeah. Go knock do doors phone, for do phone banks or anything. Yeah, uh, hand out flyers. I mean, yep. you know, go to meetings and go represent the candidate when he can't be there. Uh, there's there's we have to get involved in the political system, and everybody I think has a role in this, and and that is truly the essence of self-government. We cannot let the special interests and the totalitarians run our political system. We have to resist. Yeah, absolutely, because these Democrats, they they are persistent. Oh, yes. You know, they're, they're like, it's like trying to kill a cockroach that survived the <laughs> nuclear war. You keep stepping on it, but it keeps moving along, and, and they'll just throw out the dumbest things and convince people to go along with it. Like, my body, my choice. Well, yes, unless we're talking about a vaccine. Right, in which case, you get know, over here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> or if we're talking about, you know, your first, second grader, uh, you don't have any choice there. It's our choice, not yours. Yeah. Uh, but if it's abortion, it's my body, it's my choice. 
Uh, what about the baby uh, inside that womb? Does that baby have a choice? Right. Apparently not. I was stunned to see, I guess it was yesterday or two days ago, Nancy Pelosi in Rome getting communion by the Pope. I, I, I mean, this world is... After the Archbishop had said, you cannot have communion anymore right. as long as you continue yeah. openly supporting the killing of babies. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the Pope may be actually left of Nancy Pelosi. Right? <laughs> right. And I say that as a Catholic. Yeah, So, know. Uh, you know, um, so yes, it very much depends, uh, but... The torturous logic, even that that they used in due process to pass Roe v. Wade, was was you know. And thank thank God for Trump. Thank God for those Supreme Court appointments. Yeah. Um, I, I I mean, the libs didn't see this coming, which is great. There's more to come. We hope. Um, but you know, folks, you got to get out there. You you've got to pay attention. You have got to see who's running and pick the right choices. Look what's happened to this country since Biden. You know illegally has occupied the White House, um, you know, as, as, you know, illegal immigration just continues and continues. Four continues. million yeah. illegal immigrants in the yeah. last 17 yeah. months have crossed that border. Well, and unfortunately, the Supreme Court just ruled with two... Uh, I did see that uh, ruling today. The on our side that yeah. says the Trump uh, stay in Mexico law is not in effect any, anymore, yeah. that the Biden administration can do, you know, what the Biden administration wants to do. That said, historically, administrations have been given a lot of latitude on on how they conduct their immigration policies. So. Yeah, well, they certainly aren't following the law, which is the part that bothers me the most. Yeah. We seem to have laws, and if folks don't want to follow them, it's okay. Prosecutors don't want to prosecute, apparently it's okay. Uh, let's just defund the police and uh, have a free-for-all. It's insanity what we're seeing. And we need to put a stop to it, um, you know, foreign policy-wise, with this damage this administration is doing, uh, starting with Afghanistan and just moving forward. Uh, I have no doubt if Trump was in office, there would not be Russian troops in the Ukraine. No question no about question it. No question about it. But, but on, on every one of these things, you know, these are very strategic what they're doing. Um, you know, they, they, they have in their minds this ideology of globalism. They want to erase borders. They want to... Um, bring us all under what they describe as global governance and, and the mass immigration that they're encouraging is a part of that. Yeah. Uh, the, the disastrous foreign policy. These, these things aren't stupidity. They're doing this on purpose. They have been building up, the, the elites in this country have been building up communist China for generations. And it took Donald Trump to come in and, and put a stop to that and put a stop to the open borders. That's why they hated him so much. And, and on the issue of law enforcement and justice, I mean, we now at the federal level very clearly have a two-tiered system of justice. Uh, right now, as we're sitting here speaking, the DOJ is concocting fraudulent criminal charges against Donald Trump. Uh, very serious ones. Uh, I think they're going to try to charge him and try to arrest him, just like they did with all his key people. They took down uh, General Flynn. They took down Paul Manafort, his campaign manager. They got now Steve Bannon. They uh, frog-marched uh, Peter Navarro out of the uh, airport with leg shackles. They, you know, they raided Roger Stone's house with CNN outside and a SWAT team. Uh, and of course, Donald Trump is the prize. Meanwhile, you've got rampant criminality. I mean, some of the worst crimes you can imagine. Oh, Hillary. Uh, there you example. go. Yeah. And, and, and what's even, but you can see where they're headed with this Trump uh, and the insurrection, which is that constitutionally, if they could ever convict him of any kind of charge in connection with that, it would prohibit him from running for federal office 
And yep. that's exactly what they want to Oh, yeah, they're, they're afraid. They, they know we're going to be out, and no matter how much they cheat, there'll be so many of us, that's they won't right. be able to cheat their way out of this one. Yeah. So what's next for you, Alex? Well, I'm, I'm going to keep uh, doing what I have been doing. You know, I, I just keep uh, trying to get the truth out there to the American people, keep uh, educating people on what's happening in the schools, on how our Constitution is supposed to work, on the importance of uh, the political process. And uh, you never know, I, I may consider a run at some point in the future. But uh, for now, you know, I think God's got me here for a reason. Uh, right now I have, uh, you know, five little kids at home that I've got to take care of. So it's, uh, you know, big priorities. But um, I, I think those three issues that I mentioned, you know, we, we've got to really focus on those like a laser because those are all, you know, Trump, one of the things he did that was so valuable was explain what the existential issues were. You know, if we fail on these, we're going to lose everything. That was the open borders, communist China, the brainwashing of our kids. So we have got to stay focused on that. I intend to do that, and uh, and I hope the folks out there will do that as well. We have 4th of July coming up this weekend. I, I hope you folks get out and enjoy the fireworks and have great barbecues. But remember our Constitution. Remember our Declaration of Independence. It's it's this is this would be a great weekend to actually reread those documents um, because this is what the 4th of July is all about. This is our Independence Day. And uh, we're going to lose that if we don't get out there and start doing something. Um, happy Mike, any fourth. Words? Uh, happy fourth. And uh, we may have uh, some exciting announcements coming in the future at, uh, at our Trump meeting. Yes. Held yes. And we will be endorsing meeting. candidates. Yes. Um, we have that coming up. We have some other things. Uh, and uh, so happy fourth, Patriots. Uh, get out there, vote in the primary, get conservatives into these positions. Remember, our Trump Club meets every third Monday at 6.30 p.m. at the Palm Coast VFW. Get there early because we tend to fill up pretty fast. You can visit our website, flagler4trump.com. It's on your screen. That's the number four, flaglerfortrump.com. That's it for this week. Have a great fourth. The Future of Flagler is sponsored by the Flagler Trump Club. Our meetings are every third Monday starting at 6.30 p.m. at the Palm Coast VFW. Visit our website, flaglerfortrump.com. That's flagler, the number four, trump.com to learn more. Let's make America great again.